This is exactly right. Welcome to the My Favorite Murder Minisode. I'm going to let you talk this time. The whole time? Uh-huh. Georgia is under the weather, um, as some people refer to it. Not feeling her level best. Listen. What? Look. I'm hungover as fuck today. <laughs> She's holding her hand to her head as if it's an ice pack. I'm holding, because it was on the Canada Dry that you let, that you got me. <laughs> and I also can't hold my head up on my own completely. <laughs> Oh, happy birthday to my one of my closest friends, Kate. Happy birthday, Kate. Why did you order the fourth martini yesterday? Girls. How many drinks total did you have? I don't want to sound irresponsible. Okay, all right. Good call. Uh, I just, I'm so living vicariously through you that I am literally jealous of being hungover. That's the (laughs) level of alcoholism I operate at. Oh, God. Uh, There was a funny thing, though, today. So, like, the only time I left the house was for Vince and I to go get brunch. We went to this restaurant that we like called Eendale. The best. The best. It's where every comedic comedic person, every comedian as they're known, has their (laughs) birthday party in the back. On the patio. It's like someone once called it the hipster Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) And it used to be a firehouse. So the bar is a a high ceiling yet rounded because they used to park a fire truck in there. It's just super cool. Well, so we went there for brunch where I'm sitting at the bar holding my head up with Vince's shoulder. <laughs> the check comes and she says the first okay listen I had a glass of champagne at brunch okay hair of the dog right. that's what you have to and she said here uh, the waitress and the hostess wanted me to say that the first your drinks are on the house and give you this and it was a bar napkin that said stay sexy and don't get murdered yes <laughs> nice and then when I went up to thank them and talk to them they were like because there were these there was like a fucking gaggle of women having a, some kind of obnoxious party brunch and they were so <laughs> <laughs> aka brunch <laughs> they were so loud and drunk and it was obnoxious and then they were like yeah uh, moms have been throwing up since noon <gasps> moms have been throwing up in the bathroom since noon like the way they put it was so fucking hilarious hilarious well so uh was it as like a bottomless mimosa situation yeah yes yeah that would be i would immediately have seven light up a cigarette if someone told me to put it out i'd be like stand up and scream go fuck yourself like that (laughs) it would be so on if i was at that bottomless mimosa oh jesus christ pushing back my chair real loud oh that scratch that scrape (laughs) then they were taking shots of like um, some kind of like coffee liqueur. No, Kahlua. Uh-huh. Probably. No. I know. Drambuie. Ugh. Oh fuck. I'm gonna throw up right sorry, now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's the worst thing. How about we talk about a warm biscuit? Dry. Okay. Nothing on it. Kind of absorbing an absorption biscuit. Let's talk about a nap. Let's talk about nothing in this world that would make you feel better because when you're hungover, everything makes you want to vomit. Yeah. Except for hometown murders. Murders! That's the solution to everything. Hey! Hey, Uh, girl! This is the, uh, so this is the mini-sode where we read you your hometown murders that you email us to myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. And are you ready? Can I start? I I can't read. Do you want me to read yours in your voice? (laughs) What if if I just made you do all four of them today? (laughs) 
I'm over here with like two coconuts doing horse sounds. I'm like, <laughs> I got this thing. <laughs> okay, so this is there's nothing more exciting than this subject line. My uncle was on America's Most Wanted. Fuck yeah. Here we go. Let's do it. Hello, all manner of human and fur creatures alike, and to the mustache of truth, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that one. The best one ever. <laughs> Damn, I love how people are getting very creative about these intro lines, uh-huh. knowing that we're very, I'll say I'm very critical about them. Critical, I feel like, and then, but then we're also, as a positive spin, delighted when they're good. Well, I think we're really setting a bar. Right. And I think people are not only seeing and rising to the bar. I rose to the bar last night. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> Then fell right down on it face first. <laughs> Were your eyes two X's when you got home? <laughs> That's my favorite kind. Oh, no. But yeah, no. Listen. Look. Okay. Uh, due to the recent episode of My Favorite Murder, I decided to inquire if my family had any skeletons in the closet during the Thanksgiving oh, holiday. Good job. That's nice. It's fun to do a, you know, to call out a directive and have listeners be like, I did the thing you said. Yeah. And Power. it worked. And to my twisted excitement, we had a graveyard's worth. Nice. This is, uh, this man is Thomas Ludd Finley Jr., but goes by T.L. Finley. He was my great grandpa who was a preacher's brother. In 1989 and 1990, he wanted a more serious relationship with a woman named Mary Frances Gentile. And he asked, and had asked her to marry him on multiple occasions, but she refused. So he hit her on the head oh, with a frying pan. He's not good at dating. No. Choked her until <gasps> her neck broke and then oh. proceeded to stab her 20 times. Oh, and it's his great uncle? Yes, is oh. the bad guy. Oh, my God. Uh, he was on the run for around a year until on November 16th, 1990, America's Most Wanted ran yes. his story. And the tips came flowing in. Over 90 tips were informing authorities he was in Florida. He had been working at Disney World. No. <laughs> That's what. Hey, where do you want to go after you just killed someone? Oh, I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. The sociopaths are good at hiding. Stop being surprised when they look like clean cut individuals. And I'm, work at Disneyland. Why am I talking to our listeners about this when they're the ones that know better than us? <laughs> um, but I love that. He worked at Disney World and had used his own name and social security <gasps> number to get the job. What? Stupid idiot. He didn't want to lie to Mickey Mouse. Mm. Um, or Lord and Savior. <laughs> police arrested him at Disney World. Wow, that's intense. I bet they, they arrested him off no, property. No, I bet they waited so they could get into Disney World for free. <laughs> they were like, hold on, on one rides. second. Matterhorn, yeah. Matterhorn, Matterhorn. <laughs> um, and he admitted everything. He waived extradition at an initial court appearance. I was never aware of all the things that could have happened in my family. All I had to do was ask. Right. Um, can't wait to see you guys in St. Louis in December. You get me through my workday and my twisted interests not seem so dark. And it's nice to know there are others in the world uh, who have that interest. <laughs> Just says that it's nice to know there are that others in the world. world. Well, sometimes it's there? lonely. Um, stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Much love. Kristen. Nice one, Kristen. Kristen. That's really fucking horrifying. And then like, what a, imagine you worked with that guy uh, at Disney World and they're like, oh, he got arrested. And you're like, oh, why did he not pay his parking tickets? Yeah. Did he not g- go to jury duty? No, he's like a vicious murderer. He overkilled the shit out of this woman. Yeah. But he played Tigger. What's happening? <laughs> okay. okay. 
You got this. I've got this. And it is called, it's called, there's two titles. You can either, you can choose one, Karen. Okay. This is a choose your own title. Sweet. Axe to the head. Okay. Or Uncle Steven's wife murdered by their television. I don't know what that means. Okay. I say number two, because Axe to the head tells me everything I need to know. But the second one, I'm like, tell me more. Uh, well, this one loses immediately because they, she says, hi, Steven, you have the same name as my weird ass uncle, RIP. Oh, okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Maybe she, she's I wonder why Steven that we... picked that one. <laughs> Slowly but surely, they're all Steven. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and they're all about murderers and, and victims' names. It's just everyone in the story's name is Steven. Or it's some kind of mustache-based crime. <laughs> We're left out entirely There's of our own fucking podcast. Cats. Okay. <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast for a little over a year. How I failed to think of this until now blows my mind. But now that I've remembered, I have to share. This is going to seem completely unbelievable. But it's true. Here it goes. Love it. My family is from a city in Illinois right outside of St. Louis. Long story short, my uncle was in prison for the majority of my youth. He had been to jail a few times, once for a drunk driving accident in which I'm pretty sure he killed someone. Another time because he went along with some people to break into someone's house. If your group of friends are like, Mm -hmm. we're out, we're at Applebee's, breadsticks, good times. Hold on. I think we should go break into this house. Uh Remember, you can always peel off. Yeah. Always be peel like, off. Great, let me go to the bathroom real quick, and then we can go do it. Exactly. And then leave through the back door. Hold on, kitchen. I think I left my keys in the ca- in the car door. I'll be right back. Yeah. It's a the I'll leave. be right back clause. Everyone yeah. falls for it. Because then you're like, yeah, I'll be right back. It also works if you're at a party that you don't like or you feel uncomfortable. You're like, oh, sorry, hold on one second, I'll be right back, and then just get the hell out just of there. Just leave. Lift. Every if and if someone doesn't understand it, they're not. They don't understand anxiety. They're just being selfish. Yeah. Settled. Listen. Look. Look at my headache. Okay. (laughs) The story I was told is that uh, he was the lookout and fell asleep on the porch. Drinking drugs. You know the deal. Sure. He was the only one to get caught and went to jail. Fast forward to him getting out. (laughs) Good old Uncle Steve went to a party and because he was a fucking weirdo, he was washing dishes. Mm. He heard glass break behind him and went to turn around and got a noggin full of axe. Holy shit. What? That's right. He was chopped in the fucking head with an axe. At a party. Yeah. Doing dishes. People later speculated (laughs) that the dude he robbed the house with were afraid he was going to narc and decided to off him with an axe, but no dice. He survived. Okay. We forgive you for your opening. Oh my. Yeah, really? Um, Oh my God. I know. Since he was locked up for most of my childhood, we weren't close, and he always seemed a bit creepy to me. I remember going to visit him in the hospital post-chopping, but the story gets way weirder from there. What? I can't handle it. It says, ready? Here we go. (laughs) After he recovered from the chop, chop, he was still ultra weird, but seemed to turn a new leaf. He wanted to get his life together and his head together. Nice one. And went on a singles cruise. No, no, no. (laughs) What the fuck is happening? This is amazing. He ended up meeting a woman and getting married. He was normal for a while after that, but fell back into alcohol and drug abuse, and his wife ended up becoming addicted to pain pills with him. Oh. They both had a hard time holding down a job and struggled to pay their bills. One night, they realized their cable had been shut off after their 
phone had also been shut off and my uncle's wife got very angry and started yelling at him to fix it this isn't gonna end well no he walked down the street across a busy intersection to a gas station to use the payphone to call the cable company he was unable to get the cable company to cooperate with him and he walked back home on his way home he saw ambulances and police cars blocking the busy street a little ways down from the intersection which he had crossed to use the phone he got home and saw the house coat his wife had been wearing laying on the bed but no wife and he immediately ran to where he had seen the flashing lights of the emergency vehicles turns out his wife had gotten had seemingly gotten suspicious of his whereabouts and ran to the gas station without looking to see if any cars were coming oh god she got hit by a truck and dragged down the road about 50 feet oh fuck i believe she was alive when she was rushed to the hospital but by the time my dad and i got there she was dead it's obviously a very sad story but the strangest part is that my uncle steve kept yelling and crying in the hospital insisting that the television had killed her Uh he sold the murderous tv that week Shortly after his wife's death, he became a houseboy for a recently widowed woman who so, who had so much money, she owned Clyde, Clydesdale horses. Ooh, who owns Clydesdales? Anyway, they ended up falling in love and living together until he was found dead in their garage of an apparent heart attack in 2014. But I don't believe there was an autopsy. My family describes him as a guy who would f- fall in shit and come out smelling like roses. <laughs> There are other unbelievable stories I could tell you about Uncle Steve, but I'm sure you've heard other stories. You have other stories to read. Stay sexy and don't get murdered by your TV. Give Elvis a cookie for me. XO Jenny. Oh, my God. That was nine stories combined. It was. That each was, one was intense. It, each one was. Someone and also, hit him with a fucking axe and he survived. So from behind then, if he's doing dishes, they yeah. hit him from behind. Yeah. He survived. They thought he was fine. But clearly, if he really honestly believed the TV. But then it's like he thought the TV killed her. And there's no way to prove it didn't when. Like, how do you have luck like that? Or how do you have a life like that? I don't know. How do you? I guess it's when you do drugs and do hang around with drug people. There's much more axe play than there would be in just like regular life. (laughs) A little bit more. A little also same with if you're a logger or hang out with loggers right right or uh what are other reasons chop chop chopping if you have a fucking wood burning fireplace that's right then suddenly axes are around a lot more they just happen to be be. like there Ooh, god don't have an axe now do you think that the rich woman who (laughs) clydesdales was the heiress to the budweiser fortune definitely okay me who i think also he got killed in some crazy way too who the Budweiser guy? Don't never mind. I might use it. <laughs> Did he fall into a vat? <laughs> Budweiser <laughs> and drink himself out. <laughs> Jenny, well done. This subject line is an ELO belt buckle saved my friend's life. <gasps> of course it did. Come on, ELO's the best. Uh, hi Georgia, Karen, Stephen, Feline, and Canine pals. Perfect. Love it. I'm a huge. Ha! Huh, I hate that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately talking shit off Trump. <laughs> Literally three words in. Our kind of gal. Three words in and you get hella political. Uh, fan of both. So I'm a huge fan of both comedy and true crime. So this is the perfect podcast. Uh, so well done, you guys. Thanks. Thanks. Um, anyway, this is kind of a long. This is kind of long, but bear with me. All right. I had a job cocktail waitressing when I was in college in Kansas City around 2005. A male and female coworker and I 
um, got off work around midnight early woo, and decided to go to a bar, have a few drinks and then go to a house party. Don't do it. Go home. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, this party was not in a fantastic area of town, but as a young, naive girl in my 20s, I thought, hey, we're with a dude and there's a bunch of people um, there. So it's all good. Wrong. Uh-oh. We ended up having to park far away and walk to the house. Out of nowhere, I hear, give me your purse, bitch. <laughs> to which I stupidly replied, fuck you. <laughs> Wait, Karen, did you write this? Oh my God. Is this Karen? And put fuck your, you. And put your cigarette out. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Um, and then she writes, what a dumbass. Two young dudes appeared out of nowhere and my male friend said, leave her alone. And one of them shot my friend. <gasps> but he just looked at this kid and said, dude, did you just shoot me? <gasps> and as we started and as we stared at them, bewildered, my friend yelled, run. And we ran and these guys chased us what? and were fucking shooting at us. It's still blurry, but I remember ducking behind cars and running and somehow we made it to this house. And my female friend and I look over and my male friend has been shot in the upper thigh and is weirdly calm. So I get to the front gate um, and the guy who lives there says, what's the password? And I tell him, fuck you, call 911. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, nope, not the password. <laughs> That's rude. Um, uh, I just got, oh, fuck you, call 911. I just, uh, S just got shot. So the ambulance comes and we all go to the hospital. Sorry, this is so long, but here's the kicker. Don't worry about it because it's been a great story so far. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Um, here's the kicker. The first shot that hit him got him in his giant vintage enamel electric light orchestra belt buckle and probably saved his life. Uh, he was also lucky that the second shot missed his femoral artery. Mm -hmm. We were all involved, uh, with the case against these two 18 year olds and we all chose their pictures out of a lineup. The KC police department even sent us all a letter when they were released from jail 10 years (gasps) later. I really hope they ended up turning their lives around thanks for staying thanks for reading stay sexy where your belt buckles don't get murdered oh my God. love from phoenix and hope to meet you in january andrea that is that's crazy to be <laughs> shot at give me your purse bitch fuck you god so <laughs> many neighborhoods that i would go to in my 20s that there's i had 100 percent no business being in dude i used to walk home drunk and alone in the mission uh-huh. in the 90s in san francisco when the mission was rough uh-huh. one time i walked home to the upper hate from the mission so i went i just walked over that hill uh-huh. that brings you up by i think it's debose is debose park the one on the top of the uh-huh. hill mm-hmm. right but yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i basically was just like what's the shortest way to get home because yeah. i had no money to like take a cab or anything so i just kept following the streets and just going uh. up and up and up shit face drunk like Dude. alone because we thought we Ugh. were like badasses yeah and also just that, like if you don't know then you think nothing like right. if you can't imagine it it can't happen right that's true it's simply not true that's true that we think that that's exactly percent true that it's not true yes oh god okay dude well done um sorry andrea love that story georgia have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant like perfectly scrambled eggs oh my god yes karen and then all i want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day well you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient 
Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Okay, here we go. This is called the Hometown Creeper. <laughs> okay. Hey, F- hey, MFM peeps fine this is the third time i've emailed a home- <laughs> fine, fine. Uh.
a hometown story and each each story I've sent has been different I never realized how many weird things I have stories for amazing I've got to say first I love that uh, I love the podcast so much. I can't wait to see you in December in Kansas City. I listen on my way to work when my kids aren't in the car and when I go for a run. And thank God, because I drink copious amounts of wine to relieve my stress. So the exercise is much needed. <laughs> listening. <laughs> She's just walking us through her like balanced life. <laughs> yeah. This is what I do. I do this. Balance. So I have to do that. It's all about balance. It's really about balance. Listening is my escape. And I look forward to every episode. Thank you so much. Aww. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. My hometown creeper is about either eddie either eddie the nickname for a guy who used to break into people's houses and and use ether to put young women to sleep no ether eddie ether fucking eddie uh he watched them and then burglared their house this happened to be in the mid uh, 1980s when I was just a 10 year old pre preteen murderino. And apparently the guy's name was actually Gary Ray Curtis, but he is remembered by townies as Ether Eddie, a Shit. serial home invader who also broke into about 15 homes in a neighborhood of Springfield called Southern Hills. As far as I know, he never hurt the girls slash women. He just wanted to watch them sleep. No. And then she wrote, still, that's creepy as fuck. No, it's. <laughs> yeah it's what i know by reading some archive news uh, articles in our local paper i discovered that he got shot by a woman who discovered him peeping through her curtains she shot him with a 12 gauge shotgun and his mama had to take him to the hospital where he got arrested Fuck. i can't find any information about his conviction but i sure hope he's still not out there being a weird ass peeping tom <laughs> stay sexy and away from ether jody <laughs> dang we'll see ether uh, eddie how can they prove that he didn't hurt them while they were sleeping because if they were sleeping totally. and there was no one else there totally but i guess that's what he said that's what she said what um all right here's my next one it's called mabel okay subject line mabel and it just starts we get right into let's it let's do it they don't says. fuck around my favorite ghost story for you yeah that's how it starts go i love yes. it i love it i grew up from sixth grade on going to and then in college working at a christian summer camp in kansas city missouri the camp was on the outskirts of town and had existed for about 50 years long before it was a camp it was a township and there still is a cemetery on camp property left from that time okay this is just the opening <laughs> the opening scene of a fucking horror movie uh -huh. you're oh i'm sorry so you're saying that your camp has its own cemetery okay <laughs> Seems chill. Seems like f a fun summertime. Mm -hmm. Canoeing, cemeterying. Uh, many of the gravestones are from the turn of the century. Jesus. And weathered to the point that they are hardly decipherable. Uh, and covered in moss and with oh. angels looking down, but with the one black eye. Now that I'm adding that, sorry. One grave in particular is special. Uh-oh. Mm -mm. uh, right next to a tree is a gravestone with the name Mabel, a girl who was only about 12 years old when she died. Mm -mm. Legend has it that Mabel loved horses. <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> Clydesdales? Everything about that, you just have a bad feeling. I know, I do. Everything, everything's not gonna be okay. No. So much, in fact, that she would sneak out late at night for horse rides. One night, oh, Mabel- Oh, creepy. It's so creepy. As Mabel was riding, her horse spooked and bucked, and Mabel was thrown. She was knocked unconscious into a coma, oh. believing 
Mabel to be dead. <gasps> no, 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 no. Her family buried her. No. But her mother had no peace. For days and weeks after Mabel's funeral, she continued to have dreams that her daughter was still alive. No. Finally convinced that Mabel was alive and trapped in her coffin, Mabel's mother forced the gravediggers to dig up the grave. And when they did, they opened the no. coffin and Mabel was indeed dead. But her fingernails no. were scraped to the bone and deep bloody scratches were inside the lid of the coffin. This is a straight up fucking, what's it called? Creepypasta? Not even creepypasta, but like, Urban legend? Yeah, but I still hate it. It's, I mean, but here's the thing. This used to happen. I know, it did happen. But to the point where they used to have a, an alarm. Yes, okay. Mabel Wait, was, let's tell everyone that in case they don't know so uh, in the because this this could completely be real yeah i mean i'm sorry to doubt you because we believe you yeah and, but uh in the turn of the century people were buried alive so often and it became such a fear that they set up an alarm system was it a bell like here's you what they did they well here's the problem okay here's what happened they put a bell yeah a bell in there and they tied us the string of the they put a bell at the top of the yeah like by the gravestone yeah and then there was a string that went to the finger wrapped around the finger of the dead person yes. and so if they woke up their bell would ring but the body would start to decompose and so their body would move around yes. and the bells would just and start ring. fucking ringing Ugh. and which ones were real and then they started then they started putting poison in the fucking graves with them so like if you do wake up and you're fucking buried alive and dead you're like goodbye and you just drink some poison okay yeah just nightmare every direction is a nightmare nightmare town nightmare town that makes me ooh there's a story there's in the new lore tv show the one of the f like first story or one of the stories that they do that i watched was about one of these situations in, in the old time because i yeah one of my episodes of um a crime to remember mm -hmm. is about an heiress that gets kidnapped mm -hmm. for ransom and they bury her alive <laughs> and they find her mm -hmm. and they rescue her oh good she gets out um okay <laughs> So this is intense. <laughs> this is fucking nuts. Okay. Uh, Mabel wasn't able to rest in peace, but her youthful spirit and love of horses have not left her as a vengeful spirit. Instead, she wanders the camp and leaves gifts like beads Aww. on the doorsteps of cabins for campers to discover in the morning. Angela. Oh, Angela, 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 Angela. That was amazing. Super fucked up. <laughs> And you, I like the fact that this was a ghost story, but she basically, it was just like the ghosty part wasn't even her concern. Yeah. She's like, and it's fine. She's nice. She's nice. She's a nice ghost. But that is Scary. insanely fucked up. I'm scared. It's insanely fucked up. I love it. I do too. Those are good. You guys send, send your fucking, send your ether creeper stories, send your fucking ghost stories, send your fucking weird shit, your murder, your uncle, your weird fucking uncle murders. Also, if you are some kind of a historian or expert about anything about the buried alive alarm system, because there was one I saw that looked like an advertisement and it looked like a tube, mm. like they'd put a pipe that went down into the coffin so that if you were down mm. there and you woke up, you could be like, help, hey, get me out of here. <laughs> excuse me. Oh, my God. Because there was some plague or thing that people got. There was like a, you know, say it was. Yeah. It, when people died of something, if they were paralyzed and people, the yeah. doctors thought they were dead. Oh, oh God. It sucks. It makes me want to read a book or something. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Dang. Oh, wait. What? Maybe we should have an expert on because we're having our fucking 100th episode in like three episodes. <gasps> you know I know what? someone. I know someone. Really? Yeah, that we can talk to. We're going to get... We're going to bust out and have... It's our once yearly special guest. Last time I was yes. Guy Branham. Um, Someone who listens, who's like, here's everything you got wrong about dead bodies, you idiots. Yes. Or, you know, it'd be cool hmm. if we had a fucking cop on here, like a homicide mm. detective. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Then the cops get to say something back for once. Yeah, you they're just fuck like, you. Hey, do you know how hard it is to fucking investigate and close a murder? Uh, yeah, bitches. Uh, oh, my God. God, those were great, you guys. Good job, thank you. Um, um, yeah, and then if you hear a noise tonight, it and it just sounds like light scratching. <gasps> Karen, <laughs> why did you do that to all of us? I don't know. I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> Stay sexy and don't get murdered. Uh, bye. bye.